welcome to the Creative Soul Podcast. I'm your host, Leah Van Doren, and in this podcast, I talk with some of the most creative and inspiring people that I know. From hearing about their process to what holds them back from creating, routines and rituals, to the intersection between creativity and spirituality, you'll hear from writers, actors, singers, dancers, musicians, painters, multi-passionate creatives, and anyone else who considers themselves a creative soul. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the first episode of the Creative Soul Podcast. I'm so happy that you're here. I am happy to be here. And I thought it would be fun to start this podcasting journey with my story and a little bit about me and who I am and how I got to be where I am today and what inspired me to start this podcast. So if you don't know me already, my name is Leah. I consider myself a multi-passionate creative. I am a writer, a poet, an actor, a singer. If you want to know my Myers-Briggs, I'm ENFP, Sagittarius Sun, Cancer Moon, Libra Rising, and a generator with sacral authority and human design. So I love to I love to do all those different little personality things because I resonate really deeply with them. So if you want to know exactly who I am, that's who I am. But uh, I'll tell you a little bit about my story and where I got started. And so I'll start from the very beginning and say that I was born in Pennsylvania to a Russian mother and an American father, and both my parents are musicians. They actually met in music school in Russia. My dad was studying abroad, and he met my mom, and they married, and they came over to the States, and they had eight children. So I am the number six out of eight, and growing up, my mom homeschooled us. So it was crazy and chaotic, um, but she really wanted to use homeschooling as a way to instill these beliefs in us that you can really do anything you want, follow anything you want, and not be so confined by the rules that society gives us. So I had a very artistic, creative childhood. Again, my parents were musicians, and so my mom actually taught piano and voice out of our home growing up. So she was home, students were coming in and out, there was music being played at all hours at any time of day in the house. And then my dad was a music director at a regional theater nearby, at a professional theater. And so I grew up in the theater, I started performing at the age of three years old on stage with the rest of my siblings at a place called Allenberry Playhouse. And I just have such fond memories of that time. That's really where I fell in love with the theater. I fell in love with performing. We also took ballet lessons at the Central Pennsylvania Youth Ballet, uh, which breeds a lot of ballet dancers that go on to dance professionally for the New York City Ballet and all these things. So we were really just deeply creative and we're always doing the things that lit us up. So I had a great childhood and I think that's where a lot of the creativity, the artistic side comes from. And I started to go to public school in the sixth grade. And I loved school. I loved learning. I loved reading. I loved writing. I just loved getting my hands on anything that I can study, anything that I can learn, anything to grow and evolve. And then when I was in eighth grade, at the end of my eighth grade year, At that time, my parents had already gotten divorced. They got divorced when I was eight. And at that time, only four of us out of the eight were still left at home. And so my mom moved us and the rest of of my siblings across the country to California. 
and we moved to an ashram and if you don't know what an ashram is i used to always tell people that it's the place that elizabeth gilbert goes to and eat pray love when she's in india because that was like the only thing in mainstream media at the time that people could understand what an ashram was but essentially it's a spiritual communal living type place where a group of people live together they teach yoga and meditation and so my mom moved us to this ashram mostly because she wanted to and she thought it would be good for us and at the time I really hated it I had never been introduced to things like yoga or meditation or spirituality and the ashram there followed a lot of the Hinduism beliefs and so I was learning all of these different deities all of these different mantras and chants and I to be honest I was a teenager and I thought it was just all really strange and weird at the time but now it's interesting because I've definitely gone down that path and I'm really grateful for that experience especially as a teenager so I started learning yoga and meditation at the age of 14 and then I was going to high school and all of that and I went on to college at the University of California Irvine to study musical theater because again theater was my one true love. I've always loved theater. I've always been obsessed with storytelling and with music and the way that songs can just make your soul sing and so I went to study and pursue musical theater and I had a great time in college. Again I was thriving because I love to learn and the program that I was in was a beautiful community of like-minded artists and I found that you know I was busy all the time I would wake up go to class at 8 a.m. I'd have like ballet class at 8 a.m. or acting class at 8 a.m. and then have classes all day until 5 and then from 6 to 10 p.m. I would be in rehearsal for a show for whatever I was doing at the time and so it was really beautiful to be practicing my art and honing my art during that time and when I graduated college um, the thing to do when I was graduating college was always to move to New York and that had always been a dream of mine to move to New York City and start my life as a professional artist and as a professional actor and um, right right as I was graduating I was starting to feel a lot of anxiety I'm sure as a lot of you know graduates can feel that it's it's like for the first time you're entering the real world and what is that going to look like and, and how are you going to reach your dream suddenly it becomes really real like our whole lives we've been in school training and then suddenly that transition from post-grad to the real world can be really scary and so I had decided that maybe I wouldn't move to New York City right away and I started to look at doing apprenticeships at various theaters across the country because I thought that would be a really good way to kind of get my foot in the door and make some connections and meet people so that it would help me further down my path. And so I ended up finding this apprenticeship at the Eugene O'Neill Theater Center in Waterford, Connecticut which is a really beautiful place. They do, it's right on the ocean, first of all, and I just have to say this note about the ocean. The ocean is my life. I'm a mermaid. You will get to know that about me. But yes, the ocean is my inspiration. It is everything. So anyways, so the O'Neill is located right on the ocean, and it's this, honestly, it reminded me of the ashram because it's this like communal living for artists and all the staff that work there, they also live there on campus. And I was part of this apprentice cohort of like six other people. We all lived there on campus. So we were living and working in the same place and creating art together. 
And also during the summer, they do National Playwrights Conference and National Music Theater Conference. And so they're really the birthplace of a lot of artists. Shows like In the Heights by Lin-Manuel Miranda and Avenue Q and Title of Show and Violet and uh, a lot of August Wilson's plays. If you know any of those artists, if that means anything to you, and if not, that's totally fine. You don't have to be a theater person. But a lot of that stuff was started there. So when I was living at the O'Neill, again, it was my first time really in the real world. And I had just gotten out of school where I was surrounded by this community of artists, where I had mentors, where I had homework and class assignments to keep me accountable. So it really felt like I was quote-unquote being creative because that was just my career path and suddenly I graduated and I'm working a nine-to-five job in an office in a very creative artistic place but I was not in a creative artistic role I was working in the business office and I was filing paperwork and you know doing accounting and stuff like that which were just so not me and I felt really stifled and was really having a hard time staying motivated and staying inspired because I had so many ideas for what I wanted my life to look like but I had no idea how to get there and I had no idea you know what it was going to take for me on my path and I really struggled that first like year and a half out of college because I was doubting myself I was questioning my self-worth I was questioning my talent I was really scared that I was not good enough or talented enough to be a professional actor, to sing, even though I love to sing, to act, and I was just feeling really lost. And so during this time, I started to turn to books and podcasts and just looking to people in the online space that inspired me and that maybe I could get some inspiration from. And so slowly, little by little, I decided that I needed to have creative projects for myself in order to feel fulfilled. Because I realized that when I was not creating and when I was not doing something creative, I felt blocked, I felt purposeless, I just felt like the world went on and on and on and I was just not living up to my purpose. And so I started a blog and that was my first creative outlet online and started sharing my writing online. And at first, I didn't even share my blog with anybody that I know. I was like, this is purely for me. I want to feel free in my creativity. I just want to share what I want to share. And that was a really fun experience too because I was really figuring out the things that I liked and the things that I was drawn to. I started listening to the music that I liked instead of placing myself in this box of what I thought I should be listening to or should be doing because in college, a lot of the things that I was learning in my theater training was you have to gear yourselves towards a type. You have to fit this certain box of people that are cast in shows that you're easily castable, that you're easily marketable to casting directors and, and all of that. And so I kind of had that in my mind, but I hadn't really given myself permission to fully explore and be free in who I am and what it is that I loved. And so... I was slowly discovering this and that also led me to writing and self-publishing my own poetry book which is titled Mermaid Musings Stories of Sea, Sex, and Spirituality which you can find on Amazon but that project was really about again putting something out there that I just wanted to create and nobody told me to write a poetry book. I don't even really or I didn't at the time consider myself a poet at all. I was like I'm an actor and I'm a singer. 
but poetry was just another way that I love to express myself. And so I wanted to see a book with my name on it. So I was like, I'm just going to do it. And I researched how to self-publish a poetry book and I did it. And it was as easy as that. And then also I wrote a one woman show because again, I loved storytelling and I loved acting and I had always played characters. I had always kind of been hiding behind a character and never telling my own stories. And I really just wanted to start telling my own stories. I was interested in truth and interested in vulnerability. And so I wrote a one-woman show about my sexual experiences, both in college and as a young adult. And I titled it My Sexual Spiritual Awakening. And I performed that in New York City at Dixon Place, which is a great place for emerging artists. And that was another project that, again, it was just following that call of my soul and following the stories that I wanted to tell. And it was hard and I went through so many fears throughout the process, but it was so beautiful in the end, just in showing myself that I I can do this and I don't have to wait for anyone to give me permission to do so. And then I read The Artist's Way by Julia Cameron, which is this beautiful book. It takes you on a 12-week journey just working through some of your inner child stuff, uh, your creative fears and blocks, and two of the aspects of the artist's way are doing the morning pages and going on artist states. So the morning pages are um, these stream of consciousness, three-page journal entries, essentially, where the first thing you do when you wake up is writing down three pages. And I loved this practice and in doing the artist's way, I suddenly found this new path, this new world of possibility for myself and that was that I loved the creative process and I loved being in the creative flow and I loved doing creative practices, not for anyone else, not to produce something, not to make something that I can then sell or that I can then, you know, I feel like sometimes when you're making a creative project, it can be really easy to jump to the final product and be like, oh, well, if I write this book, then I can submit it to a publisher and then win the National Book Award or I can win a Tony if I work on this monologue. I don't know if any of you can relate to that, but I definitely get into that line of thinking sometimes. And so I really had to teach myself how to just be in the creative process and be in the creative practice by being and by listening and responding and by using all of my artistic training throughout my life, but using it in following my intuition and following the things that I was really inspired by. And this journey of self-discovery, creative processing, really led me to this path of creativity coaching, which is essentially someone who um, inspires you on your creative path and who can help you work through and release some of the creative blocks that you're experiencing so that you can feel free to create the things that you love and create the things that you're meant to create. And so I, I was discovering that this was like this parallel path to what I wanted to do. I still wanted to be an artist. I still wanted to be a professional actor, but I realized I had this gift in leading other people to move through what I had gone through because I had gone through so much struggle and and heartache and pain about not being creative and not being artistic because that's just so essential to who I am as a person and who I am as a soul. So I was figuring all of this out and 
in the fall of 2019, I quit my job at the O'Neill and I decided to go on this three month journey to India, Bali and Thailand. So I did a month in India where I completed my yoga teacher training. I got certified finally, even though I had been practicing all these years, I knew it was something I wanted to do to deepen my spiritual practice. And then I did that for a month and then I went to Bali for three weeks on my own. And then I went to Thailand and it was so beautiful. I learned so much about myself. I really think solo traveling is like the best thing you can do for yourself because you really have to face yourself and you really get to know yourself on a deep, intimate level. And, you know, in your daily life, all the things that distract you and and keep you, you know, not facing what you should be facing. You can't hide from that when you're solo traveling and there's so many ups and downs and beautiful experiences and sad experiences and loneliness and you go through all of that. But so I had this amazing trip to Southeast Asia and then when I had gotten back from my trip in December of 2019, I had quit my job in Connecticut so I was unemployed, I didn't have a place to live and I knew that I wanted to finally make my move to New York City because when I was at the O'Neill, I was planning to move to the city uh, a year after because my apprenticeship that I had gotten was only supposed to be a year long but then just a few months into my apprenticeship I got hired as full-time staff so I could kind of stay as long as I wanted to so then I ended up staying there for two years and then knew it was just time for me to go and time to follow my next step and so went on this trip then moved to New York City on January 2nd 2020 of this year And I didn't have a job again. I didn't have a place to live. I spent three weeks sleeping on my sister's couch with her husband and her baby, like in the next room. It was wild. Um, And then I ended up getting a job again in arts admin at the public theater, which is the theater that started Hamilton. If again, for my theater people, you know that, but if not, that's okay. We'll talk about other things than theater on this podcast, but Theater is my background, so that's why it will come up a lot. So I got this job at the public, started working. I got a job as a yoga teacher since I had just gotten my yoga teacher training. I got a job at a meditation studio facilitating meditations and was just living my best life. And then COVID happened in March and I went to quarantine in Connecticut with my partner who still lives here. And since then, I've been working from home and I've been leading two workshops, which really ties in my work as a creative spiritual being. So one of those workshops are called Creativity Circles. And the Creativity Circle was partly inspired actually by the full moon and women's circles that I attended while I was on my solo trip in Bali. And essentially what it is, it's an intimate gathering, a circle. I love the idea of the circle because in the circle, there is no hierarchy. You're all just, you know, a community of people coming together. And in this workshop, we do a guided meditation. We do some creative writing prompts. We do some other exercises to really get you in touch with yourself and your inner voice and what it is that you have to offer. I'm really passionate about bringing that in other people about what it is that they have to offer and and getting in true alignment with who you are and not really caring about what anyone else thinks or what you think you're supposed to do but really getting in touch with what is your true soul essence of you 
And so I do those and I've been doing those online the past few months. And then I've also been hosting this writing magic workshop, which is a deeper exploration. It's about a month long. And in those sessions, we meet every week for two hours with the same group of people. And again, we go through guided meditation, journaling prompts, creative writing prompts, and sharing. And it's just this beautiful container to allow your creativity to flourish and allow yourself to explore your creativity. And so that's what I'm really excited about. And then for this podcast, it's funny because in The Artist's Way, Julia Cameron talks about this thing called your marching orders. And you know when you get these divine hints of inspiration from the universe, from the divine, from God, whatever you want to call it, you get this idea and it's up to you to manifest this idea into reality. And so one day I just had the idea that I wanted to start a podcast because I spend so much time thinking about creativity and spirituality on my own and I listen to other people and I read books and I do all these things, but I was really interested in just sitting down one-on-one with other creatives and asking them the questions that I ask myself and you know, seeing what it is about their process and how, how do they think about these topics. And so I'm really excited to have this platform and this podcast to be able to do that. And I've already recorded a bunch of different episodes and I'm really excited about the guests and I'm excited that you're here to listen to them. I think that these conversations are really important and really necessary, especially in, in this day and age, because I think it's always been important, but now more than ever, it's really important for all of us to step up and do what we came here to do. And so if you have that inkling for a book that you want to write, or you just love writing poetry, you love being in the creative practice, whether that's dancing, whether that's singing, whether that's journaling, whether that's meditating or doing yoga or walking or cooking, whatever it is, I truly believe that every single person is a creative being because we are, I mean, if you want to really get into it, we were created by source, by universe. Again, whatever terminology works for you, it doesn't really matter to me. But this idea that you know, in order to access our creativity, we really have to move through the things that stops us. We really have to move through those fears and those limiting beliefs and the stories that keep us stuck. So I am so grateful that you're here, that you're listening. Stay tuned because there's going to be some really amazing conversations coming up. And I'm sure that we will get to know each other much more as our time goes on. But I just wanted to take this opportunity to really just give you the brief overview of who I am, my life, my experiences, and what it is that I am here to do and what it is that I am here to share. So thank you for listening. If any part of my story resonated with you, if you have anything that you want to share with me, I would love to hear from you. So go ahead and share your thoughts with me. You can find me on Instagram at the underscore modern mermaid. And then I think that's also in the outro. So All the information's there. I'm sending you so much love. Thank you so much. Talk to you soon. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Creative Soul Podcast, and thank you so much for listening. If you liked this podcast, please feel free to send it to a friend and tell them what inspired you, or feel free to connect with me over on Instagram at the underscore modern mermaid with your thoughts. And if you would be so kind to rate and review the podcast, I would love to gift you my guided writing meditation that will help you connect deeper to yourself, 
your creativity, and your spirituality. Just take a screenshot of the review and send it my way at the underscore modern mermaid, and I will send over the meditation. Stay inspired, stay creative, and keep shining your creative soul. 